When you are thinking about hiring a new team member, there's one key step that you shouldn't miss if you want to hire someone who's the right fit for your team. In this episode, I will share my experiences with hiring two different team members with this key element. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to a kind of bonus episode of the podcast. I have had my list of episodes planned for almost the full quarter, and I had an experience in the last couple of weeks that I just knew I had to record this episode, and so I'm going to weave it into what we already had planned. And so with that being said, I don't have my official script that I normally have, but it's because I just want to tell you a few stories today. So if you are brand new to the show, you might be like, what is this lady talking about? But My name is Madison Wetherill. I'm the CEO and founder over at Grace and Vine Studios. And over there, we specialize in building custom brands and websites for food bloggers who are looking to take their business to the next level. Now, in relation to these stories, one thing that you need to understand is that I have a team that I've built out for Grace and Vine. I've had a team or at least at least one person on my team for the last six or seven years. And our team now is a team of seven And then on the other side of things, I have my food blog. And on that side, I now have a team of five, including a brand new team member who I just hired, who I'm going to talk about in this episode. And so I want to set that stage just for you to understand kind of where I am at in my team building and hiring journey. But there is one element that I have seen is a game changer when it comes to hiring. And I want to talk to you about that element today. The thing that has been the biggest game changer and what has made the biggest difference in hiring the right person is something that is called a work sample. Now, my process for hiring is typically I am going to create a job listing somewhere. If I'm working with an agency or something like that to basically source a person that's a good fit for the role, I will write a job description. But I'm going to start the process by knowing really clearly what I want someone to do in this role. And then my next step of the process is going to be to go through the candidates that I receive and kind of whittle it down to the top three to five. And then from there, I'm going to interview those three to five candidates to kind of get to know them, get to know their personalities and ask some questions about what they would do in certain situations. As much as possible, I tailor this to what their work is going to be. So somebody who's going to be managing my inbox for Grace and Vine, I'm going to ask very specific questions questions about what would you do if a client reached out with this problem? When it comes to the blogging side of things, you might ask what their most enjoyable part of their work is or what tasks they really like to do. It's going to really vary based on what the role is that you're hiring. Then after I conduct the interviews, usually I have a really good idea of who I think is the strongest candidate based on the interview and looking over the resume and all of that. Now, typically at this point, I will send a work sample project to either the top two or the top three people. It just depends on how I'm feeling about the people in this role. 
The work sample is what it sounds like in that I am trying to get a sample of the work that this person might produce for me. I am also looking for attention to detail and I will often put little tricky things in the project that might stump somebody or will give them room to think creatively about a solution that they might not have been given from me. So the two examples I want to share today, one is from Grace and Vine and one is from my food blog, Joyfully Mad. With Grace and Vine, I was hiring a new admin assistant and I had two girls who were a really good fit on paper. They all, they both looked great and I gave them both a work sample. And what ended up happening is I actually ended up hiring both of them for two separate roles. So one did really well with sort of the administrative side of things and I hired her for the admin side. And then the other one, her work sample was very creative and I just felt like I need to have both of these people. And so we created an entirely different role for that person to come on board and be more of a marketing assistant. Now, the other story that I'll tell you is a recent hire, as in I just hired this person within the last week for my food blog. I was looking for a virtual assistant, kind of a a person to help with a, a variety of tasks. And the work sample that I gave the two people was that I wanted them to create a social media caption from a blog post. So I gave a blog post and I said, please create a caption for Instagram, for Facebook, and an introduction to an email marketing you know, newsletter promoting this blog post. Now, I'll be completely honest. I favored one person for this role and I was probably ready to hire her before I even did this work sample. After I did the work sample, it flipped. The person who I ended up hiring did such a good job on the work sample that my that it swayed me to work with her instead. So you can already probably see a little bit about why this work sample is so important because you can get along really well with someone on an interview. They can look really, really great on paper, but until you really see what type of work they're going to be able to create for you, it is really hard to know for sure if it's going to be a good fit. And so since I've added this work sample into my hiring process, I really feel like it has helped me to isolate the right people for the roles, not just on personality, not just on what they look like on paper, but by the actual work they're going to do. And I will say if it comes down to a person who maybe I feel like I get along with a little bit better and a person who I feel like did the work better, I'm probably going to hire the person who did the work better because that is really important to the success of my business to have the work done well. So if you are considering hiring, I mentioned in episode 147, the different roles that are impactful for you as you grow your food blog. And if you're thinking about hiring any of those, I would completely recommend without, you know, without pause to make sure you are including a work sample in your hiring process to make sure that this person is going to be a good fit. A few like nuanced questions I feel like I always get when I talk about work samples This can be a paid project. I typically don't say it's a paid project. I will just offer them the project. And if they come back and they say like, I'd be happy to do it, but I need to be paid for it. That's totally fine. I budget that into my hiring process to pay them for their work. Or often it might just be something I include in their future hours that, you know, once they're hired on and we're working together, they just kind of add that time back in. With that being said though, this project is meant to be something that they can do within like 20 to 30 minutes. It should be so aligned with what they are good at and what they should be good at to be in this role that it's easy for them to complete. And they usually don't have a problem with completing it without, you know, being an official employee. 
It also just kind of shows you what their attitude is towards their work and if they're willing to kind of put their best foot forward without, you know, kind of nickel and diming the situation. I definitely feel like people should be paid for their work in general, but this is a situation where if they start to end up being like really just being a stickler about everything and kind of annoying about it, it might not be a good fit anyway. And then the other thing I'll mention is if you do choose somebody for the role and the other person, you know, was still a really good fit, but just you decided to go with the other person, you can always communicate that with them and say, if I have another opening in the future, I'll reach out to you or just keep their information for later because you might find that you have turnover later on. Someone has to leave the role for whatever reason, or it just doesn't end up being a good fit. And you can go back to that original candidate and offer them the role and see if they're still interested. So if you are hiring, I hope that you will take this tip and I hope you will implement it into your hiring process. If you have questions about any of this, feel free to reach out to me. I love chatting about building team and I'm definitely happy to share the knowledge that I have built over the past you know, handful of years in growing a team on both of my businesses because I know it can be overwhelming and you can often not know where to start, but I would definitely recommend include this work sample in your hiring process and let me know how it goes. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.